Well, thank you for joining us for this podcast today. Today we're joined by Casey Powell. Casey is the president of Thompson Associates and uh, an excellent attorney. Casey, thanks for joining us today. Glad to be here. Casey, we are going to cover the topic today of bequests and other forms of uh, testamentary gifts. Uh, and let's begin with a simple bequest and talk about how a donor can make these type of gifts. Sure. Well, I think the most uh, commonly known bequest would be leaving a, a nonprofit organization in your will. Uh, so, so you would create a will and and leave a portion of your estate uh, to to a nonprofit organization or to a group of organizations. Um, so, so I think that's that's pretty much the, the you know, what everyone thinks of when you, you hear bequest. But you know, a much easier way, honestly, to to leave assets or money to nonprofits is through uh, beneficiary designations. Uh, let's say through life insurance policies or or retirement accounts, you know, accounts that uh, by contract go to someone at your passing. Mm-hmm. So so that that's uh, that's another you know honestly it's a little bit easier to leave to nonprofits that way than than through your wills. You know now does that mean Casey if someone has a contractual agreement and they include uh, ABC charity does does that require they rewrite their will? No, no, not at all. And that's that's kind of what makes it easier. Is is uh, it's typically when you have those types of accounts, there is a form that you have a, a beneficiary designation form where you list who would receive these this account at your passing. So at your death, mm-hmm. the the company will look at that beneficiary designation and say, okay, this person passed away. So who do I give this to? And they'll they'll look and there's there's typically a primary beneficiary and uh, and then a contingent or, or a remainder beneficiary. So if that primary beneficiary is not around anymore, then they'll drop down to the secondary or, or contingent beneficiary. Mm-hmm. So what if, if I did this, I completed a form, a designation form, and I wanted to change my mind, would I still have the freedom to change the nonprofit or maybe the percent that goes to charity, or am I locked into that? Is that a revocable or irrevocable gift? Yeah, typically it's a revocable gift where you can change it. Uh, that is a contract between you and the, and the, the organization, uh, the, the, the company, that, that company organization uh, that you have that account with. And so you would be bound by their terms, but you know, typically it's you can change the beneficiary anytime you want. Uh, it's just a matter of getting a new form, filling out the new form with the new beneficiaries. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and you know, the nice thing about that is, as you say, if you you change your mind and you want to to do something different, you don't have to go and get a new will. Uh, it, it doesn't cost anything. It's something that you just typically you can go online get a form print it off, fill it out, and send it in. Uh, or sometimes you can actually do the, the form online. You don't even have to do anything. And it's, so there's, there's no cost to it. Um, you can name a, a nonprofit organization, or maybe you want several nonprofit organizations. Uh, you would have the ability to say maybe 50% to ABC Charity, 25% to um, XYZ Charity, and 25% to um, LMN Charity. 
Mm -hmm. So I can do it based on whatever's left. At, let's say that uh, I did this and, and I wanted to make sure my spouse was taken care of. Then those gifts would take place after the second death, and it could be based upon percent. Is that what you're suggesting? Yes, absolutely. And, okay. and as I mentioned before, you know, there's a primary beneficiary and a secondary beneficiary. So, you know, if you do have a spouse, typically that spouse would be named as a primary beneficiary, but but you could name as contingent beneficiaries, secondary beneficiaries. That's where you can name some charities. Uh, and 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 have them at different percentages or uh, you know shares or, or whatever. So yes, absolutely, it can be a secondary designation. Seems like a simple way of doing it. It is absolutely it is. And and now you know I do as an attorney I will say it depends. Uh, there are obviously some drawbacks, or not obviously there there are some things that that you need to be to take in mind with, especially if we're talking about a tax. Uh, mm -hmm. a tax deferred account there there are some uh, you know a few things that you really need to, to keep in mind um, as maybe if you have them as a second as a nonprofit organization as a contingent beneficiary and maybe you have two kids that you want to leave a part of that as well there are some consequences to that 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 uh, you know you just need to, to look into that and, and talk to someone about what happens if I name uh, you know if I if I leave it in three shares, uh, one share to each of my two kids, and then one share to a charity. Mm -hmm. May there may be some consequences there that, that you just need to look at. They're, they're not bad, but you just need to be aware of those. Right. And now, if I wanted to leave a bequest in my will, let's say, uh, you know, what are some options that would be available to me if if I choose to leave a charity a bequest? Does it have to be sure. a dollar amount, or how does that work? You, you know. It, there are so many different options that you can do. It, it does not have to be a specific dollar amount. Uh, there's, it can be. Uh, if there's a specific dollar amount that you, you want to give to a nonprofit organization, you can do that. It can be a specific dollar amount. It can be a specific asset. Uh, but it can also be a, a percentage of, of your estate. Or it could be a share of your estate. And, and what I mean by share is, is, as I was talking about just a few minutes ago, uh, the, maybe you have two children and you want to leave your estate to your kids, but you also want to leave some to charity. What you can do is, is leave your estate in uh, three shares or an equal number of shares as kids and, and nonprofits are considered one share. They, they get one share. So, mm -hmm. so it would, it's kind of like a percentage, but it's, I guess, a different terminology. So, so yeah, you can, you can leave a dollar amount. The, some of the, you know, the, some people are um, hesitant to, to do a specific dollar amount because, you know, what if that dollar amount uh, is a, it, it takes up too much of the estate and, you know, the estate um, shrunk, then that dollar amount would have to be given first and then maybe you're, uh, your children or the other beneficiaries don't get enough, or the flip side, maybe your estate uh, grows ten times the size of what it is now. Right. You would you would want to give a larger gift, not that specific dollar amount. Right. Let me ask you one other question as a follow-up question, Casey. If I have a retirement account, for example, and I want to include charity in my estate, are there any advantages of leaving whatever I'm going to give to charity out of the retirement account? Or is it 
is it just as good for it to flow to the estate and then to charity? Well, for the, on the charity standpoint, it doesn't matter, right? Because they're going to get right. the same amount no matter what. Um, but for your, your heirs, your other heirs benefit, there is absolutely, it absolutely does matter. And it would make so much more sense to come from the retirement account. If you know you want to give an amount uh, to nonprofit organizations and you have retirement accounts, it makes so much more sense to give them directly, to give the gift to nonprofits directly from that retirement account because there's no tax consequence there. There's no income tax or estate tax consequence to nonprofits if, if whatever they get, um, they get it tax-free. If you're able to get that from a retirement account, whenever they take that money from that retirement account, they're going to owe income tax. And, and you know, if there's a state tax as well, you know, they're, they're, that's also part of a state tax. That, that, would be, that would be taxable in your state as well. But leaving that directly to nonprofit from the retirement account, there's no income tax, there's no estate tax. And so more is left over uh, from the other assets uh, to go to the heirs, and they don't have to pay those taxes. Casey, this has been really helpful today. I appreciate you taking time talking to us about testamentary gifts. And uh, if someone wants to reach out to you, Casey, what is the, the best way for them to do that? Sure, probably email, uh, okay. and that is Casey, C-A-Y-C-E, at ceplan.com. Okay, great. Casey, thanks for today. We really appreciate your insights and your experience, and uh, we thank you for this time. I enjoyed it. Thank you.